Welcome to our weekly three-minute therapy podcast. I'm here with my podcast partner, Mick Berry, and our tech engineer, Chris Rossini. And we do this uh, every week, almost every week. And everything we discussed is related to rational emotive behavior therapy, REBT, devised by the brilliant psychologist Albert Ellis, who created a revolution in psychotherapy from the old-fashioned psychoanalytically oriented therapy to the present cognitive behavior therapy, which most therapists at least practice a little of or cite to some extent. And the idea, the main idea of rational emotive behavior therapy is the subject of our podcast today, and that is where our emotions come from. So why don't we get started? And uh, most people would say our emotions come from our thinking. And I have a lot of evidence of that. If you listen closely to how people speak, you'll hear it. For example, you might have heard the expression hangry, which implies that when you're hungry, this causes your anger. Uh, and then in reading various books, listening to various speakers, I noted some of these errors. I heard someone say, it's a depressing world. And the world isn't depressing. You depress yourself about it. The world is the situation or the, the uh, <laughs> execrable situation in the world. And then you have a choice. You could depress yourself about it or interest yourself in it or ignore it. There are various things you could do. Uh, uh, I read a psychologist saying, I'm stressed when thinking about my client. And again, it's not thinking about your client that makes you stressed, but what you're telling yourself about that. And normally our stress, our emotions come from our a particular type of evaluative thinking, how things are good or bad, that kind of evaluation. And a more specific evaluation is it must not be this way. Things must be different. And that kind of thinking leads to disturbed emotions. Another example from a book I was reading, going from poverty to comfort and back to poverty, again, was so traumatic. Working in jails is an unhappy place. I'm stressed when thinking about my goals from a potential client. And uh, from a book I read, my nerves had been completely fried by the drumbeat of bad news. Uh, Mick, did you want to add anything to this insight? Uh, yeah, I, I believe you said that most people would say that <clears throat> our emotions come from our thinking. Uh, I heard you say that. Did you say that? Uh, if I did, I meant most people believe our emotions come from situations. Okay. Yeah, because most people, I do not think, think that our emotions come from our thinking. Most people are confused about that. Most people do not believe that. Most people believe 
that our emotions come from our situations or they have no idea where our emotions come from. I've found most people think our emotions are like a reservoir or our emotions are like a tea kettle. If I'm angry, that steam needs to come out of the tea kettle or the tea kettle will explode and therefore I need to release my emotions. Uh, But that's not true. Our emotions are always available by the way we think. That's right. That's right. And uh, along those lines, another uh, model people have of emotions is like a cat in a bag. When the the cat is the the emotions, and when the cat jumps out of the bag, then the emotions are no longer there. So that model says, express your emotions. Uh, If you're angry, beat up a pillow, get the emotions out, and then it's no longer there. But as we're saying, that's not how it works. It's our thinking, uh, not uh, something inside of us, inside of us like a bad appendix. So we don't reify emotions. They come from our thinking. Mick? Yeah. And that method of thinking that our emotions need to be released and that will get rid of them. All that does is simply reinforce the thinking that creates the emotions in the first place. I'm angry, so I beat a pillow and I get the emotions out. You're reinforcing the thoughts that create your anger that cr- that make you feel so disturbed. Yeah, and think about love. If expressing an emotion gets it out, you no longer feel it, then don't express love. If you love someone, don't tell them you love them, don't hug them, uh, because then you'll get your love out and you'll no longer feel love. So, <laughs> so it is a very common myth, misconception, misunderstanding that people, psychologists, always misunderstand, uh, 99% of them anyway. Um, <laughs> did you want to say a couple of final words and then we'll wrap it up? Well, I, w- I wasn't where we're wrapping it up, but I did want to say, trying to remember now, that people in thinking that our emotions are just something that we need to get out and we need to express or i've often heard people say i don't want to bottle it up like i said like the tea kettle it's going to explode what they're actually doing is they're trying to avoid the thought i must not have this emotion because if I'm uh, thinking to myself, this person should not have done this, and I'm very angry about them, uh, angry at them. If I tell myself I must not be angry, then I'm putting restrictions on myself, and I can escalate the anger and become even more angry. So REBT does not say that we should not have emotions. It's simply saying that many emotions are self-defeating. Anger, depression, anxiety... And people often don't want to acknowledge that because they create a secondary disturbance. Oh, no, I must not be anxious. And then they make themselves anxious about being anxious. And I've seen a lot of people find that their method of dealing with this is, oh, I'll allow myself to be angry. 
I, or I'll allow myself to have anxiety. I need to accept my emotions. And they start worshiping the emotions, whereas REBT doesn't worship the emotions. It recognizes them and gives people complete permission to have them while at the same time doing what they can to eliminate the emotions by getting rid of the demand that creates the self-defeating emotion in the first place. Yeah, that's the key, that our emotions come from our thinking, disturbed emotions from our demands, must, should, supposed tos, have tos. And uh, the thing to do to change emotions is to change your thinking. Okay, any final words, Mick? Yeah. I've often seen people say, get rid of your desires. I've heard people in Buddhism or any sort of other uh, sort practice that people would label spiritual, whatever that is. I never know what that word means. But they say, get rid of your desires, get rid of your earthly desires. Well, REBT says, retain your desires, get rid of your demands. But desires are the spice of life. Desires make things very interesting. If you desire something and don't demand it, then you, you will, the worst that you can feel is disappointed if it doesn't work out, but big deal, disappointment isn't that devastating. Although you can feel, you might feel very, very, very disappointed. And one way to deal with that on a practical issue is by distracting yourself from the disappointment rather than wallowing in your disappointment, sadness, or grief. Uh, so that's another way to deal with it. Well, another way is also, if you're extremely disappointed, see what you can do to try to get the thing that you want, if it's possible. And if it isn't possible, a lot of people I know have this attitude, I should, I can't handle being disappointed. REBT says you can handle disappointment. It's not devastating. It's not going to wreck you. It's just disappointment. And in fact, if we live day to day in the real world, you can bet that there will be disappointments, small and large, almost every day. Yes, right. Or as Albert Ellis has said, life consists of one frustration after another, one hassle after another. It always has, it always will, and there's no reason it should not. And it can also contain lots of joy and lots of things coming true, dreams working out. It isn't only hassles. It isn't only frustration. It is also a great deal of joy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, very good. Uh, thank you for viewing our podcast. If you would like to uh, put in your two cents, comment below, give us a like, a thumbs up if you enjoyed it, suggest subjects for future podcasts, or even volunteer to come on as a guest to discuss an issue or a problem you have. Donate to Patreon to help support us and subscribe to the Three Minute Therapy podcast, this podcast to stay on the rational side of life.